just uh, looking forward to Green Knight or Moon Knight. I don't know why I said Green Knight. Moon Knight. My... Green Knight. Green Knight. Well, Green <laughs> Knight totally too. I haven't seen that movie. movie. I haven't seen that movie, so I am kind of looking forward to it. But no, I meant Moon Knight. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's, There's, so There's so many confused people. There's so many confused people listening right now. Like, wait, Green Knight's an MCU movie? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna go watch it H- now, H- thinking it's an MCU movie. P- part of the MC the MCU multiverse is A twenty four. Yeah, Hereditary is just a it's just a Fantastic Four prequel. Excelsior, and welcome to the 10th episode of Navigating the Multiverse. I am your friendly neighborhood, Nick Joe. And I am Jason Soto, and I'm blind? No, I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a college student? No, I probably shouldn't say that either. I'm Jason Soto. <laughs> uh, Jason, let's try not to have a two-hour episode this week. <laughs> All right, three hours it is. Let's do this, baby. <laughs> I'm in. Hey, speaking um, of uh, two-hour episodes, you should go to rabbitholepodcast.com. <laughs> That's where you'll find a bunch of two-hour episodes there uh, of different shows, different types, different varieties. Uh, yeah. This show, for example, is on there, and so is Whatever with Jason Soto. So is Cinegamer, so is Between the Scares, so is Siblis, so is Top 5. InfoBlast. So is InfoBlast. So is a brand new show coming in February. Uh, lyrically, lyrical innuendos coming out in February. Looking forward to that. Uh, the 90s movie show, That's the Bomb Yo, is on there. So many great podcasts to definitely check out. Over at rabbitholepodcasts.com. And uh, Run P. It's an app. <laughs> and you download it. It's free to download. It's totally free to download this app. And um, you use it when you go to the movie theaters. And every time you have to go to the bathroom, you look at the app. And then the app will guide you. Like say, hey, during this part of the movie... This is a good time to go to the bathroom so you don't miss anything important. And then uh, then you go during that part, and then it'll tell you what you missed. It's absolutely free to download, and it's for Android and iOS. And they are awesome people over there at RunP. They, they, they provide an awesome service. Thank you, RunP, for, for being patriotic, I guess. And I strongly remem- uh, remember – I strongly uh, recommend – using the summary feature because uh if you don't you'll forget that eternals had a sex scene yeah (laughs) yes i don't remember there being a sex scene in eternals but you know i i i don't remember a whole lot about that movie as of this recording so i think it's slowly leaving my mind yeah it's not hard 
That's that's how that, that's how <laughs> that's how impressed I was with that movie. It's I'm forgetting mm-hmm. it. The only things I remember is Kamal Nanjiani and the Pat Oswalt thing at the end, and that was it. That's all I remember. <laughs> Don't forget Harry Styles. I know well, Harry Styles. Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of Harry Styles, so whatever. <laughs> but yeah, sure. So that's all I remember. That's all I can remember about Eternals. If there was a sex scene. I fuck all if I remember there being a sex scene. Well, anyway. This today we're talking not about a movie in theater, so we did not have to use Run P. Nope. In fact, this movie goes all the way back to 1977, and was a pilot episode mm-hmm. for the Amazing Spider-Man television series. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that in just a minute. We are also going to be covering episodes four, five, and six of Daredevil season one, mm-hmm. and. The trailer for Moon Knight just dropped, so we're going to be talking about that right now. Yeah? Oh my god, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? Alright, the Moon Knight trailer. Yes. Um, so we got to see quite a bit more and uh, almost absolutely nothing. Right. Yeah. Like we. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I want to start off with the question. Yeah. Oscar Isaac, the actor. Uh-huh. What nationality is he? Is is he American? Is he Mexican? Puerto Rican? Is he is he British? His accent and voice was a little strange for me but i think it might just be because i'm used to him talking in an american accent yeah so uh, i don't know he, he's 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 american uh overall so he's an american he was, he was dude. born in, yeah he was born in guatemala but like raised in florida okay so he's an american doing a british accent okay that makes yes. a little more sense a little more sense okay i get you all righty however yeah. Uh, from what I understand, uh, okay, so I don't, this is one of those characters, much like I think 95% of the people uh, who saw this trailer have no idea who Moon Knight is. Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, No offense to the people who have read Moon Knight comics. (laughs) Um, But it seems like a cool character. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Just, you know, not a big name. So uh, I think... The idea is, <clears throat> uh, so there's this character, Mark Spector, who he was, I think he's like an assassin or hitman or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is killed uh, in Egypt and is like, he dies in front of this statue of this Egyptian god. Mm-hmm. And the god then decides to take him and like make him his, uh, kind of like his person on earth that does like you know his vessel or not quite vessel but like a the person who kind of does his bidding maybe you know okay um. And so he uh, embodies like vengeance as a concept. 
Mm. Uh, so, you know, not similar to Batman, but whereas Batman is, you know, avenging the crime of Gotham because they killed his parents. Right. Um, Moon Knight is vengeance. So, like, he will kill anybody to avenge what for whatever reason. Oh, um, okay. But when he gains these powers, uh, he also ends up with multiple personalities. Uh, one of them is the guy we see in the trailer for the most part, who's like kind of the posh British dude. Oh, um, okay. And uh, there's another one. I don't, I don't know all their names. I just know the Mark Spector because that's like the main personality. Um, oh, interesting. And there, yeah, there's another one who is like a taxi driver or something like that. He's a cab driver. Oh, um, hmm. But I, I don't know much about that. Um, but yeah, the interesting thing about this trailer is that Mark Spector is supposed to be the primary personality, whereas here it's like the British guy. Um, so I was hearing some theories and stuff that maybe will follow this personality and the show will be kind of like slowly figuring out who Mark Spector is and kind of reaching that primary personality by the end of the series. Oh, okay. That would be, that's interesting. Yeah. I, um, cause it did seem like during the, like the trailer, we were mainly following this British guy. And then yeah. it looked like just from what we saw, like him snapping out of things and he'd be in the middle of a situation. He'd be like, Oh shit, how did I get here? Um, yeah. And so it's it's like like the British guy is like the main personality, but then what if it's Marvel tricking us, and right. we're just seeing that personality, but the main personality is the Mark Spector one. Yeah, it could be, and you know, Marvel's known for just screwing with the audience. Yep, in trailers and stuff. So yep. like, yeah, this this could just be a complete uh you know trick and it's it's really not even close but there's a whole lot to go on with this um so yeah i don't know maybe they just were showing in this trailer that one personality that's i guess that's possible yeah um and uh i, I like how it's a way darker tone yeah um, yeah I, and I... for from from what i understand uh, a couple of the writers from Daredevil are actually writers on this. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. It looks like it's gonna be uh really different than kind of the, you know, kid friendly type MCU, you know, quip a minute kind of thing. This is like more grounded and like you know, like a Batman. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm very, I cannot wait. I'm very interested, interested and can't wait. And March 30th. Damn. That's a long ass time from now. I know. <laughs> like, geez. And, and uh, I, and I had to sit through a damn football game to watch this. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> damn it. I'm mad about that still. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I made you sit through a football game to well, not record the trailer. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, what's even stupider is that, like, not even a minute after it 
appeared on the football game, it was on YouTube and the internet and everything. So I really could have just waited on YouTube and not even have bothered with the stupid football game. And here I am being bored to death with something Mm -hmm. I'm not even understanding what the hell's happening. (laughs) So uh, another thing I want to bring up is, uh, you know, there doesn't seem to be any kind of, uh, overall connection to the MCU here. It seems very standalone. It does seem that um, way, yeah. How and you know, I don't that you know that's cool. You know, there's a lot that's been really trying to be interconnected lately. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting just to have something completely new and by itself, like for the first time. Um that being said, uh I heard that part of this plot involves you know well you know the the whole moon knight thing involves the egyptian you know mythology and gods and stuff right 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 and how uh there's kind of you know some things going on behind the scenes with the gods and there's uh crazy stuff like war brewing and all that but that ties into thor love and thunder because in Thor, they've already mentioned how there's going to be kind of a war with the different gods. And, you know, the, Zeus is going to be in there. So they're bringing in Egyptian or uh, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, and you already have the Norse mythology. And now we have Egyptian mythology. And the villain of Thor is going to be Christian Bale's... Um, uh, gore i think is his name the god butcher who oh. it literally goes after like all the pantheons of gods to like kill them okay uh, so i think this might tie into that somehow uh so we seem to kind of have two or uh, maybe even yeah two kind of major plot lines going on in the mcu kind of building up right now we have the multiverse stuff, which ties in with Kang and, yep. you know, all that. But then we have, like, the God stuff. Uh, so I think that's going to really be kicking off here with uh, Moon Knight. Mm. Okay. I'm uh, I am very eager. And then what about, what do you think, like, the ending of Eternals is going to fit into all this with the whole Thanos' brother and tying it into guardians possibly and all that like where is that gonna lie that i don't know i well so we already know that the eternals have a connection to greek mythology oh that's right so yeah yeah. athena yeah you're right yeah okay well cersei athena cersei Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um so we have like connections to other mythologies kind of already per- peaking up because of, of Eternals. Um, I'm wondering if like the Zeus of uh, Thor is going to be connected to the Eternals or if it's going to be its own complete separate thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Eternals are just like quote unquote fake gods, whereas right. there's like the real Greek gods. Right, um, right, right, right. So, you know, we won't know until we get to Thor. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how it's gonna tie in. 
how that's going to tie in otherwise with like guardians. Yeah. Uh, Cause guardians and Thor are also connected. They are connected. Yes, absolutely. That's why when you mentioned the Thor, I was like, okay, that ties to guardians. And then, but then the ending of internals kind of ties in the guardians. So I'm like, well, yeah. So how's all that yeah, going to connect? Yeah. Yeah. So guardians will have the whole, what's his name? Uh, Eros, who yes. is Thanos's brother. Yes. Yes. And yeah. So yeah, we're really connected connecting to different like pantheons of mythology here Mm -hmm. um so uh, i don't think any of that's probably going to be explored in moon knight but no no no. i think i think it's gonna give our first kind of taste of that i guess outside of eternals okay yeah yeah i'm just excited to see how, how you know if, like you said, if Moon Knight's going to be its own thing or how it's going to tie into something. I'm very excited to see how all that plays out. That's all I got. Me too. So we're done. All right. Uh, let's get into some Spider-Man 77. Cause... Oh, yeah. Ooh, boy. The world's favorite comic book hero, followed by 84 million readers a year. Now he comes alive. For the first time on the screen, you'll see it all. The spectacular adventures of the amazing Spider-Man. It's very 70s. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. That was my first within like three <laughs> seconds of it starting. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, this is so 70s. Yes. The music, the look, the, the music, clothes. Yeah. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. It was like the, it was. it's like the Miami Vice of Marvel. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's a good way to put that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, Now. Uh, just to throw this out there, I, I kind of liked this movie. Uh, not, I, uh, I mean, kind of. I didn't but, mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Uh, it's not as fun as the mm. 90s Captain America. No, definitely not. But it's not as bad as the 90s Captain America. Uh, yeah. That's not to say it's not bad. It has its moments for sure, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... This movie is very much a movie in two parts. It, there's definitely the first half, the pre-Spider-Man half, and then <laughs> yeah. the second half, which is almost very tonally different than the first half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so uh, we we don't really have to go into a blow-by-blow of the bot because sure. I'm not sure I could, honestly. I can, yeah, I could do like a quick overview of the movie, and then we can just discuss wacky-ass scenes. Cause I got a few yeah, wacky ass uh, scenes I want to talk about. So, uh, so okay, quick, um, very quick plot synopsis. I can do that really quick, and then yeah, we can... set up. So yeah. okay, so they it's it's <laughs> Peter Parker. It's the, the like Nick said, the first half is uh, pre Spider Man. We meet Peter Parker here. He's a college student. He's very goody two shoes. Very oh mm-hmm. yes sir yes ma'am oh yes yes sir like he's very very goody two shoes up up and up and everything, uh and he is a uh doing some kind of science thing, uh there it, there's a spider that goes into this thing that Peter and this guy 
wearing a Captain America shirt uh, was right. very much. Uh, they were doing Spider goes to this thing, the spider bites him, and almost instantaneously he knows that he noticed he has spider powers. He starts climbing the walls while he climbs on a green screen that is projecting uh, <laughs> a building is basically what he does. Um, then uh, there's this uh, guy out in Los Angeles playing the part of New York City of uh, a, a guy who is hypnotize, kind of hypnotizing people or brainwashing them or doing like a Manchurian candidate, however you want to say it. Uh, into having them like rob like banks and armor cars and uh, like other things that have money, and then uh, they end up crashing into like the sides of buildings, and then <laughs> to put themselves in coma so they can't get interviewed by the cops. Except one guy failed miserably at that, and so uh, Peter Parker, aka Spider Man, gets involved into all this, tries to figure out who in uh, New Los Angeles, York City is going around uh, <laughs> hypnotizing these people, and that's that's the story, basically. And then it's... it's well, and then he, well, well uh, that's the plot. That's and the then plot. The, the, the guy shifts from uh, hypnotizing them to rob banks to hypnotizing 10 people to kill, kill themselves, themselves. Yeah, that's right. And put he puts, like, a ransom on the city for, like, yeah. $50 million. Uh, so the mayor has to pay up by a certain day or else these people and, are all going to die. In the only shot of the movie that was filmed in New York, because they had to go to the Empire State Building, they had to go to one yeah. of the bridges, and they had to go to like the Chrysler Building or something. They had to go to a New York subway. That was it. That was the only part of this movie that was filmed in New York City. Everything else was fucking Los Angeles. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was the uh, that's the plot. That's 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 what this this movie was about, I guess. Yeah. And not all of the wall crawling is green screen, but when it is, it very much is. Oh yeah, you can friggin' tell. Like, <laughs> like you can tell he's just climbing up like a flat surface, yeah. but it's supposed to be a building. Right, yeah. Yeah, it 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 the effects are shoddy at best and Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, let's man, I don't even know where to start. Where, where shall um, we start? Well, uh, can we just start with how fast he makes his suit? Like, he, yeah. he apparently just has this lying around. <laughs> he was like, aha, an opportunity to use this finally. <laughs> I'm just going to draw a spider on the back of it. Because, <laughs> like, okay. Right. Like, at least in the other ones. I would say at least in the other ones, it takes him a while. To exactly, get there, that's like, exactly what I was going to say. Like yeah. the like the Tobey Maguire one, you see him making the costume and everything, <laughs> and then like the the Tom Holland ones, it's you know uh, Tony Stark gives it to him, you know. But this one, it's like, hey, I got these spider powers. Let me put these pajamas on. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Uh. We do get uh, an Aunt May. Yeah. Who acts uh, kind of like a nosy neighbor at times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and so I was reading because, you know, we, we're going to uh, I'll bring up. I read a little bit about the uh, the TV show that came from this. OK. Uh, which, by the way, Stan Lee apparently hated the TV show. I can see why. <laughs> uh, you know, he hated it because it changed everything that made like Spider-Man worth being a story yeah i can see that <laughs> um 
but uh, in the show, anytime Aunt May came like appeared, uh, she was played by a different actress. No, that's that, according to Wikipedia. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we gotta track the show down and see if that's true. <laughs> and uh, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who is also in the movie, yeah. Um, he is played starting in episode two by a completely different actor. Oh wow. Okay. Um, and Robbie, who I was actually uh, pleasantly surprised that they included Robbie in the movie, who was the other guy at the Daily Bugle. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Because uh, you know that's a comics character, oh, but okay. he's apparently only in the pilot. Like he doesn't huh. come back again, <laughs> which I was a little disappointed in because I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's like one of the only comics accurate things this show did." <laughs> this yeah. movie did. No, yeah. Um, uh, fucking Spider Man didn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, and he barely talked. <laughs> he said like maybe like yeah, when, five things. Yeah, when he's Spider Man, he barely talks. Yeah, and, um, it, and the only time he did now, talk was also. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the only time he did talk was when he got injured and he was trying to get a cab ride, <laughs> and that scene was just bizarre. <laughs> the, cab, yeah. the cab driver was like, <laughs> "Well, I think there was a continuity issue because he's trying to Spider Man is trying to get a ride home, and the cab driver is like, like, no, man, I, I don't, you don't have, look, like you don't have any pockets." And then Spider-Man's like, no, nah, I'll pay you when you you know, you know drop me off. And he's like, no, nah, I don't believe you. And then it does a cut, and then suddenly the cab driver just says, like, I ain't riding. I ain't taking no Spider-Man. And then he drives away, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that scene up, too, because I was like, wait, uh, why is he trying to get a cab, first of all? Like, he just kind of hurt his arm. And yeah. like, suddenly, he ha- like he then he ends up in, like, a trash Truck. Yeah, a dumpster truck. Yeah, yeah. The fuck. Um, and uh, just like rides home, I guess, because he knows that one's gonna go past his house. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but that it did kind of give me a little bit of flashbacks to the elevator scene in the Toby movies where he has to ride <laughs> the elevator down. Yeah. Good point. It did. Yeah, uh, I could. See but that. at least that was funny and had a yeah. purpose because he couldn't. He couldn't. Like he lost his powers. Yeah. Still, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring up that uh, JJ um, apparently like his personality was split between the JJ in the movie and like this police captain. Yeah. I was going to say something about that too. Yeah. This police captain. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So there's this police captain in the movie that keeps stumbling upon Peter, like at these crime scenes and thinks that Peter is uh, responsible you know, behind everything yeah. yeah and but his person like he even like smokes cigars mm-hmm. and all this. like he's more of a j jonah jameson than like the jj in the movie yeah totally um <clears throat> so it, it was kind of weird maybe they were just like we can't have an actual j jonah jameson when we have this police captain with the exact same personality <laughs> i guess they were putting all their chips in on the police captain <laughs> Like yeah. he'll be the remembered character, character, not the, not Jay Jonah, not Daily Bugle. Yeah, who's um, gonna remember that? Yeah, this captain kept crack, cracking me up every time he showed up because he was just such an over the top guy. Like it was, it was weird. Okay, we eventually get Spider Man, yes. and <clears throat> all they really do with it 
is lots of just weird wall crawling. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean a lot of oh my, wall crawling. So much. Like he tries out his wall call, crawling thing like three times uh, before like the plot kicks back in. Because <laughs> the plot stops there, for a minute. When, yeah, and then he, there's no yeah. point to most of it. He's just climbing up and down buildings or yes. walls or whatever. It's like, what is he doing? He'll like go up and then turn around and go back down and turn around and move around. I'm like, what is happening right now? And then when he went to the building that was doing the, the hypnotizing, mm-hmm. he went back there like three times for no real reason. Like the first time he went I, there, I caught that too. the first time he went there to kind of investigate that made sense. And then there were these like random Kung Fu guys just there holding sticks, chasing after yeah. him and random samurai guys. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, okay. I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, he's investigating this building and is being guarded by these Kung Fu samurai guys. Okay. And then Spider-Man go they you know, they'll have a chase up to the roof, have a fight, a fight quote unquote on the roof. And then Spider-Man leaves. Then like five minutes later in the movie, five, maybe even 10 minutes later in the movie, he comes back <laughs> and the same like kung fu samurai guys show up, but they have blow torches this time, or flamethrowers, because he escaped with his web. And so the the boss guy, I don't remember his name, like Bruno or something. What was his name? Uh, I think just I think they just called him like the Guru. I mean, he had a name, but he like, did. That's, yeah, that's all I remember is like he's the Guru guy. Yeah, they killed. Yeah, he had an yeah Guru. We'll go with Guru. And the but yeah, so he he goes to investigate this Guru guy, and uh, the the Guru tells these guys to yeah yeah, <laughs> flamethrow his uh his web, and then he kept coming back. Like what? Like dude, what are you doing? Well, yeah, it took me a while to figure that out because I thought the same thing. I was like, why does he keep coming back here like for no reason? I think by the end, I kind of I had to rewatch it a couple times or not the whole movie, but kind of different scenes. But the satellites that he pulls down at the end of the movie are on that building. I think he kept trying to get back to the satellites and he couldn't bring them down because of the Uh, random samurai dudes. Okay, see, that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Which they would because Spider-Man that. can't handle three guys with sticks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a um, shitty-ass Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He he ran away from those guys, like, multiple times. Yeah, and um, this was his only speaking of, crime he was trying to solve. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of his webbing, mm. he only uses the webbing in three scenes. Yeah. The the first scene is when he invents it and then he goes out and crappily swings from a tree, a tree. branch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and shit, then he gets all excited. Shit. Like he's like falling over, he can't even do it right. And he's like, Yes, yeah. I'm so good. <laughs> and then um, he and then but, he uses it to like keep the the uh the, the kung fu samurai guys down for like fifteen seconds, like during the first fight. He swings off the roof with the blowtorches. And then he brings down the satellites at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And the the bit with the roof and the blow and the, the flamethrowers or whatever. Yeah. That's what leads him to the taxi scene, I believe. Yeah, it does, because he fell off. Well, he didn't mm-hmm. even really fall off. He fell a little bit and then grabbed onto a gargoyle. And then yeah. next thing we know, he's holding his arm and calling for the cat the the taxi. Yeah. 
there's only one real action scene in this movie uh, that's worth anything. And that is against the, the three samurai guys. And it's like when he's he meets them in the building and then they chase him to a hallway. Because yeah. I guess we have to have hallway fights and everything. Hall, yep, there it is. Hallway fights. <laughs> there it is. Uh, and you know he's climbing on the ceiling and they speed it up i think a little bit but they he's do, yeah. you know kicking and flipping and stuff and you know i'm like all right at least they attempted something and apparently that scene too or like when he's like climbing on the ceiling that involved a lot of rigging and stuff that was mm-hmm. very you know all of that but yeah. still you know at least they attempted i gotta give them a little credit there what else? But oh. that was like the only fight in the whole movie. That was the only fight, yeah. Not because I need he didn't even he didn't even fight the the main the guru guy. No, he, he just kind of defeated him on accident. Yeah, he brings down the satellites and unhypnotizes everybody. And then um and then he's just standing there for no reason. And so then Spider Man's like, All right, I'm gonna tell you to go to the cops and turn yourself in. And then he does. The the guru guy does. It's like, yeah. what? That's not a defeat. He didn't fight him. He didn't. <laughs> what the hell kind of an ending is this? Right. <clears throat> also, then... oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> I just, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to talk about the the hospital scene really quickly because that was kind of okay. goofy too. Cause so the so one of the the hypnoti- the hypnotized people who robbed the bank or whatever he stole, uh, he doesn't fully get knocked out, and so they take him to a hospital. And then the the guru discovers this that he's not in a coma, and so he has to rehypnotize him and tell him he has to go kill himself so he doesn't you know talk to the cops. So this guy he just like sits on a window ledge for like twenty minutes <laughs> to give Peter time to like run because he's 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 also talking to the the guy the guy in the hospital's daughter like I can't remember her name Kathy or Karen yeah, or something Judy J- Judy maybe yeah I don't remember her name I, I don't know but uh he's he's trying to talk to her and uh she and, and then fu- cracked me up she just happened to just look up <laughs> for no reason nothing she didn't hear anything she didn't look it was the, the building was behind her and she's walking to her car with peter and then she just no reason just turns around looks up and then goes oh my god my dad's on the ledge or whatever she says and then yeah. peter has to do like a you know superman thing where he takes his clothes off to turn to turn into spider-man <laughs> and then and, climbs up like the back of the building the back up of the, to the roof yeah and, and then, then and, back down to the window. And then, no, no. And he goes to the window. He gets the guy. And instead of just taking the guy into the hospital room, you know, he carries him up on the building yeah. <laughs> onto the roof. Like, why didn't you just take the dude into the room? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. And then when he comes back as Peter, the girl, Karen or whatever, is like, where were you, Peter? You missed the whole thing. And he gets all mad about it. By the way, what are, what reaction was that supposed to be when she kind of asked him where he was? Like, I didn't understand that at all. That was just a weird scene, that whole hospital part. Yeah. What about, what was with the whole allergies thing? Oh, my God. I kept waiting for that to play in somehow. Like, you know, that's how, like, Karen or something was going to discover that, you know, Spider-Man's Peter. Because he kept sneezing through this whole damn movie, even has Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aunt May was always like, don't forget your allergy medicine. Yeah, so I'm waiting for a part where he's, like, talking to her as Spider-Man, then he sneezes, and she goes, 
Peter, and then it just ends. <laughs> like Cliffhanger nothing. for episode two. No, that did not even happen remotely. Yeah, nothing happens. It's so um, weird. So weird. Uh, what else was th- this whole movie? The... It, it was it had a lot of weird scenes, and I felt like someone told them that it had to be an hour and a half, so mm-hmm. they just put all this filler stuff in. It easily could have been an hour. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now I want to bring up the villain plot. Okay. Made no sense. No, not no. <laughs> so he. He brainwashes people into robbing banks. Yep. I guess to get people's attention so he can brainwash the people into killing themselves. Yes. Like that. Like, so then he brainwashes Peter. Mm-hmm. But Peter's brainwashing also makes no sense because he kind of remembers anyway. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, he tells them, you know, he's like, you will not remember any of this. And then he does. Mm-hmm. And, but, and he also, because so like everyone that's brainwashed, has this little like pin on their clothes or jackets oh, or yeah, like whatever yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, that I guess is used as a signal to like kick off the brainwashing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> so how did, you know, so he's basically when he brainwashes Peter, he tells him, you know, you are going to forget all about this. And on Friday at noon, you're going to climb the empire state building and you're going to jump off of it. Yeah. Well, okay. Does he like, not notice that he has this pin on his jacket suddenly uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Re- you're right i didn't uh, think about that so and then like so the villain has to hope that one he's not going to see that pin for multiple days uh-huh two he'd be wearing that jacket at the time he was supposed to yep um and also so he gets up to the Empire State Building and he gets up and he's climbing up to jump off and like the little uh, security gate prong yeah, kind of yeah, pulls yeah. it off. Yes. Um, then it falls off and Peter snaps out of it. But then he like bends down and picks it up. It only works if it's on clothes, but it doesn't work if he's just I, touching it. I, I, think, I think the little gate thing like went into the pin like there's a little like microchip uh, in there or something like deactivated it. yeah so i think that's what that's trying to get across but everything else you said is a valid point because there's a lot riding on peter getting hypnotized here like he mm-hmm. has to wear the pin he has to have the jacket he has to not question where this pin came from um and his this version of spider sense is very weird because it's yeah. just literally flashbacking to stuff five minutes <laughs> that happened five minutes ago. <laughs> like when he first got it, he he was using it to like remember the stuff in the lab, and he was messing around in the lab, and then he got mm-hmm. bit by the spider, and then he showed him climbing the wall, and then he's just standing. And then it goes to him like looking like, oh yeah, okay. Like his spider sense is just remembering things from five minutes prior. <laughs> Right. And when he got bit by the spider and, you know, does the whole thing where he goes home and goes to bed and like starts getting his powers. That didn't he? Yeah. Well, so uh, it starts flashing back to where so like he'll remember what happened or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But all it does is it just recaps the entire <laughs> first like 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> Yes. I mean, you know, 
let's be honest here. This came out in 1977. I yeah. think like 85% of America was on drugs at that point. So <laughs> they were basically just like, you know what? Let's recap everything every 10 minutes because everyone's going to be so stoned out of their mind. They're not going to remember what the hell happened. <laughs> right. I mean, remember, this is the decade that gave us the Star Wars holiday special. So let's not forget that. That is true. Let's not forget that. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up about the villain plan. Uh-huh. Uh, so he wanted to, he wanted the mayor and the police or whatever to give the $50 million yep. to like his guys on a seaplane. On a seaplane, yeah. Did he not just think that the police were just going to arrest his guys? Which like, is what ended up happening. Which is exactly what happens. <laughs> Yeah, this wasn't a very well thought out plan. Like this guy just had half a plan. Well, he had like he, he had like the equipment to hypnotize people. And then he's like, "How can I use this to my advantage?" I know. I'll I'll tell the city that if they don't give me 50 million dollars, I'm going to hypnotize 10 people to kill themselves. And then like one of his henchmen's like, "Then what?" And he's like, "Uh, I don't know." Give me money on a seaplane? You guys wait on a plane? Cause, yeah. Because it's and the it's sea, like, right? <laughs> they can't arrest you on water. The, yeah. <laughs> and the cops are like, the mayor's all out of money. The mayor's out of money. <laughs> that, that cop was all. I, I kind of liked the captain. He was funny. He made me laugh every yeah. time he was on screen. <laughs> I would definitely watch a series with that guy in it. So, so yeah. I want to check out um, other episodes of this show. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it definitely be like, yeah, this movie was just weird. No, it was weird, um, a little boring. Yeah, I get that. Um, because like I said, Spider Man did not do any of his quips. Like, not even Peter Parker made any quips. You know, he didn't. He was just mm-hmm. like this straight laced. He drank fucking milk during dinner. Like, they can't make him any more straight laced than that. Like. <laughs> like jesus and he's a college he's He's a college student he's a grad student and he was like living at home with his aunt may aunt may well i mean that makes sense because he didn't have any money he kept saying he had no money so that made sense but he's fucking drinking milk and he's like you know like addressing everybody as sir or ma'am and he's like very naive and uh you know, he doesn't really stick up for himself. Like every time the cop kept accusing Peter of being in on it, he's just like, "Well, yeah, I guess that does seem like a major coincidence, huh?" You know, like you know, like, "Oh my god, dude!" Yeah, he's like, "Can can I go?" Yeah, and can then I he go? It's like yelled at, and he's I like, got, oh, "Okay, I got something to do. Can I go?" <laughs> so yeah, this is a weird movie. It's very strange. Not the best um, portrayal of Spider Man. Yeah, and there's a couple lines uh, in this movie. Um, so first one, uh, and they're both kind of near the end. So okay. one of them, one of them is he shouldn't interfere with the law. Let the police do that. Like, oh let yeah, the police interfere with the law. Let the police interfere with the law. Yes. <laughs> um, well, we're about to go into Daredevil. That they, the police there right. interfered with the law. That is- <laughs> And the the second line was the like the last line in the movie, which oh is, yeah, he goes, you know, how is it you're the only one who can get pictures of him? And he goes, I believe, and then like turns around and walks off. And roll like, credits. I'm like, wait, what? What does that even mean? Spider Man's a a Santa now? Like, right? <laughs> like, what are you talking is this about? Jesus? Yeah. 
God damn. And is he going to hook up with the daughter of, like, every person that he saves <laughs> in every <Right>. episode? <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. This is a, this was a movie. <laughs> it was It was very weird, very boring. I can see why Stan Lee didn't like it. So, yeah, I mean... There's not a whole lot more to say about this. Movie. No, yeah, we, yeah, we could be done. I that's I said my piece. I'm 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 done. I could be done. Uh, so uh, here's a question though: mm-hmm. Is it better than Spider-Man Three? Hmm. Toby Spider-Man Three. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, no, well, no, because no. <laughs> Sp- Spider-Man Three, the Tobey Maguire one, had a lot more enjoyable goofy yeah. moments in it that you know like this one was just like i think funny on purpose and i think you know has stupid has all the stuff in spider-man 3 was i think that might have been intentional and um definitely more meme worthy i can tell you that um, yeah. But this was yeah. The one thing you cannot say about Spider-Man Three is it's not boring. In fact, yeah. there's too much going on. It's like the polar opposite of this. It's actually on the other end. <laughs> there's too much going on in that. Not enough stuff happening in this one. So, yeah, the first half of this movie is very average and just kind of like uh, they tried, and then the second half of this is very like. Uh, this is just goofy as hell and but like not in the best ways all the time yeah uh but i'm i can't just like you i can't say i'm not interested in like the show yeah i want to know what the i want to know what the other episodes are like do like the villains ever do like green goblin ever show up is like you know no, so what happens the only characters the only uh, comic characters i found that uh are going to be in the show are Peter, Aunt May, and I think J. Jonah Jameson, and I think that's it. Oh wow. Yeah, I can see why Stanley was pissed. Yeah, he and his main com or one of his main complaints too was that it lacked humor. Yeah, totally. One hundred percent. I with you, Stan. I'm with you, Stan. I stand with you, Stan. <laughs> Stan with Stan. Stan with Stan, absolutely. There's your episode title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move past that. Let's get to something more interesting. Yes, by all means. Hello, I'm Jason Soto. And I'm Lisa Leahy. And we're the hosts of the minicast Between the Scares, a podcast that takes a look at all the films Bloomhouse Productions have produced. You may not recognize the name, but Bloomhouse has produced a lot of your favorite horror films, including Paranormal Activity, Insidious, The Purge, and non-horror films like Griffin and Phoenix and The Fever. Yes, those two, but the horror ones also include Lords of Salem, Oculus, Ouija. Yeah, but there are also stupid ones like the Tooth Fairy and the Darwin Awards. Alright, alright, so Jason Bloom did some non-horror films, and we'll be covering those too, for better or for worse. Ooh, ooh, like the Gem and the Holograms live-action movie from a few years ago? He did that? Uh-huh. Ugh, yeah, I guess... Anyway, you can find episodes of Between the Scares at rabbitholepodcasts.com or anywhere else you find your podcasts. So come follow us and we'll see you Between, Between the, scares. the Scares. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. 
But I realized the city was a part of me. It was in my blood. And I would do anything to make it a better place. Episode four. Uh, much like the uh, Disney Plus shows, episode four is where things really kick into gear. Yes. Very much so. Uh, the, the episode starts off with the Russians in like in a flashback in a prison cell, I think. Mm, yeah. And he's like breaking the ribs out of this body. <laughs> yes. Uh, to, I guess, you know, fight their way out. And then it, you know, bounces forward. Yep. You have a couple of different plot lines going on here. You have Karen and Ben Yurik. Um, <clears throat> Karen is trying to, you know, detective and she teams up with Ben uh, the mm-hmm. <clears throat> the journalist who uh, they're trying to kind of go from that angle and uh, she goes to a a uh, oh auction she goes to an auction an auction which my wife said what is it with Marvel and auctions auctions yeah <laughs> good point Marvel must think like all the dirty shit happens at auctions they just don't ever go to one that's <laughs> where the bad stuff happens. <laughs> And she ends up buying a bunch of like '90s office equipment. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Foggy made a reference earlier, not not to her necessarily, but in the show, uh, it was talking about how he misses being in an actual office and uh, misses fax machines and all this stuff. And so she ends up buying all this really outdated <laughs> stuff. And then he's like, "Ah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I like that. That was cool. Foggy's growing on me. I want to say, I, I'm sorry to kind of jump around, but during these three episodes here that we're covering, he mm-hmm. really grew on me here. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's oh, not that I, I hated, like... it's not that I hated him before, but here he's really slowly growing on me, and I like him as a character now. And oh yeah, I like Foggy quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, and then you have the Matt and Claire storyline. Uh, basically, Claire, the nurse, taking care of matt and then you have the kingpin goes on a date (laughs) yes i'm only laughing because (laughs) i was texting you while i was watching this and i'm like (laughs) i forgot what exactly i said something about how is 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 the whole show's just his dates just keep getting interrupted (laughs) because that's all that kept happening every time he'd go on a date with someone they kept getting (laughs) he kept getting interrupted (laughs) right well this this one was the first time that happened yeah i know but it was fun yeah uh so he goes on a date yeah you were like i think you said uh is him going on a date supposed to be like captivating television yeah that's it they're right that's what i said yeah and uh, i was like uh just wait (laughs) so he's on a date with vanessa at this fancy schmancy restaurant and vanessa being the uh art dealer from the previous episode Mm -hmm. and uh during the date the russian brother decides to give in and ask for his help and so he like busts in and starts causing a scene which uh ruins his date Mm -hmm. and uh, it's not something you want to do no so he has his guys put him in a car and catches up with him. 
starts beating the crap out of him, and then he decapitates him with the car door. Yep. Yepers. <laughs> that happened. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> this... <laughs> This episode was really the start, I think, one of where everyone really got hooked into the show. Yeah, I can um, see that. And uh, two, he really cemented how great of a performance his uh, Wilson Fisk is. Yes, yes, indeed. And why I was <clears throat> mildly disappointed with Hawkeye. I... Be- Mm-mm. The only thing I could think of is MCU stuff is different tonally than this MCU. Oh, for sure. Like, so, you know, yeah. it's because it's on Disney Plus, right? Like the Hawkeye, they're showing that on Disney Plus. So, yeah. you know, we can't have like all this lighthearted Hawkeye, Elena, uh, Kate Bishop's stuff. And then suddenly here's fucking Kingpin going around decapitating everybody. Like, like it doesn't well, make no, sense. I know that. But at the same time, <laughs> you, you know, when I was talking about the finale of Hawkeye, I talked about he had like this, this quiet tension, this kind of growing, like, you're never sure what he's going to do. And it's always... It's always very tense when he's around and he has these facial expressions and like, and you kind of lost all of that in the Hawkeye finale uh, where he just kind of becomes this big brute. Yeah. Um, so uh, I-, I hope they kind of bring back this version. I mean, it doesn't have to be as brutal and like violent and bloody as this version, but just that kind of more subtle rage that he kind of has bubbling beneath him. Yeah, I I don't even remember what was going on. We haven't even talked about Daredevil in this episode. No, yeah, yeah. So, well, the the only really thing about this is uh what's her name? Claire gets captured uh-huh. cuz they the Russians are looking for her uh to try to figure out who this man in black is or man in the mask whatever they call him uh-huh. and he's and, and the thing to know to people listening to this if you have not seen any of these yet first off sorry for spoilers secondly um he has not been called Daredevil yet it seems like that's no. that's like leaning going it either is really getting to that or i don't know i'm kind of I'm kind of with you guys. I'm I'm on this journey. I've not seen any of these, and I'm only watching them as recovering them. But uh, he just gets called like the man in the mask or something, and so the Russians get Claire uh, to torture her to try to figure out who he is and whatever. But then he shows up and kicks some ass, and then he immediately feels bad that for getting her involved, and uh, she starts staying with him at his uh, apartment, uh, and then I guess they start dating. Which leads Kinda. us into, into episode five. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, because we haven't really talked about it, he's not in his Daredevil outfit at this point. He's just in kind yeah. of like a black shirt and a black kind of bandana type mask covering Around his, his eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is, I want to say it was this episode, at the very end, uh, they go into... Uh, where he had saved Claire mm. and they were like, you know, who was this or whatever? And somebody's like, it was the devil. Yeah. Uh, that that's, that's right. that was like the first kind of daredevil. Daredevil, yeah, yeah. Name drop thing. 
So it, yeah, that was kind of the bulk of season or season episode four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which leads us to five, uh, which, which has I more think, dates. Which I think is the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. The first time we see things from Matt's point of view, like the things that he can see. You know what I mean? I don't oh, know if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is this the first time we actually see like the whatever it is that he can see? I, I, still I, don't know how to I believe it, but... so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because Claire asks him, you know, what does it look like? Like, how do you see? Or what is what is your seeing look Me, like? And he yeah. says it looks like every, the world's on fire. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then it like shows it. Yeah. So that, I think that's the first time we see. Which his... I I kind of enjoyed um, that we don't because in the movie, which I'm sure we're going to cover at some point. But in the movie, the you know Ben Affleck movie, didn't they just like do it all the time? <laughs> if I remember that correctly, I felt like they kept they kept showing. Yeah. At... The, the I'll call the yeah, radar. It was just kind of like an echo location. Kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. yeah. That yeah. echo ladder. That's a better word for it. Yeah. So. But I kind of like that it's very subtle here. They don't go to it. This is the first we're we're the, we're five episodes in. This is the first they show it. Uh, but then yeah, this is where everyone goes on dates. This is where uh, Foggy and uh, Karen decide to. Uh, well, okay, wait, wait. Before we get to that, let's explain what what led to them. Is a uh, elderly uh, Hispanic woman shows up at their law office, uh, saying, uh, and you might have to help me out with the details here but somebody who owns the building uh is trying to get them to leave the building so they're trying to pay them a lot of money and then the residents refuse to leave because it's their home so then they stop maintaining the building so it's falling apart even so much as having like construction dudes just like show up and like bust holes through walls and yeah. turn off the water and all this stuff and electricity and everything to try to get them to leave because he's trying to sell the building so they can build like condos or something. He yeah. said, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, and so, uh, they take the and, case. And the, yeah. Go ahead. Cause, and then they find out that the people that are, uh, this jerk offs lawyers, is the same company that they were originally uh, offered jobs at before they were like, nope, we're going to make our own, you know. Yes, firm. yes, yeah. And yep. so uh, <clears throat> Foggy has to go and like go to the firm with Karen mm-hmm. and kind of confront his ex girlfriend. His ex girlfriend. Yeah. Damn. He's got a, a taste in women. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, Foggy Bear. <laughs> Foggy bear, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he really stands up to her, though he does. Yeah, I was like, "Go, go dude, go ahead on with your bad self." I'm with you, man. So, um, they go. So Karen and Foggy end up after the scene at the lawyers go to the lady's house or apartment building, and they decide to just fix it up themselves. <clears throat> and so they're going around like you know fixing the water and electrical they know a guy electrician who owes them a favor they're gonna patch up the holes and all this stuff um the lady takes it upon herself to make like dinner and uh because she can talk very minimum english um and karen knows a little bit of spanish uh, they've deduced all around that the old lady is setting foggy and karen up on a date here in the apartment and then, um, so that's that's happening. <laughs> Fisk decides to try to have another date with Vanessa. 
uh, yes. to kind of fix what was happening. Yeah. And so he <clears throat> invites her to show up at that same restaurant, except he's like bought out the evening. And uh, so he, they're all alone. So they won't be interrupted again. And he kind of talks her into giving him another chance. Uh, and she's a little like iffy and doesn't quite trust him. <clears throat> rightfully so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, they go and they have a nice evening. And at one point, you know, he's like, can I now can I ask you a question? Because uh, he's been answering like her questions and stuff. And he's like, uh, what kind of gun is in your bag? <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, uh, you know. You, you think like I'm insulted that you think that I wouldn't bring like protection or whatever. Like you don't think I know what kind of job or, you know, business that you do. She ends up eventually just giving him the gun and like trusting him yeah. to like protect her. Um, so anyway, that's going on. Uh, and then like going over to Matt, uh, he goes to go get the Russians because the Russians you know, he he got that Vladimir name drop. Yep. And uh, Vladimir is like on a rampage because his brother is dead. Yeah. Um, and they pinned the murder on Matt, Matt on yeah. Daredevil. Uh, and so he's looking for him, and they're at like this warehouse or whatever, and he's trying to fight his way in when the basically all of like downtown starts exploding. <laughs> yeah. Like four or five buildings just fucking explode, uh, including a building next to the old lady's building where foggy and Karen are at <clears throat> right outside the windows of the restaurant that Fisk is at Fisk is at. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. All this shit just explodes. Yeah. And then, uh, I believe it ends with, um, I think it goes about the explosion. Actually, doesn't it just explode? Everything just explodes, and then no, oh no, that's right. No, no, I remember, no. Now I remember. Now I remember. Now I remember. Yeah, he yeah. He, uh, Mur- uh, Murdoch and Vladimir are like they're running from the explosions and they're fighting and stuff, and then they get surrounded by cops because Murdoch is beating the shit out of Vladimir. But then the cops show up with their guns drawn, and they're like they're like freeze. We're gonna we're gonna put a bullet in you if you move, and and we're gonna arrest you and all this stuff. And then it ends right on a cliffhanger. Which just yeah. being a Netflix bingeable show, strange they have cliffhangers, but whatever. Who am I? Uh, <coughs> but yeah. Before before, <laughs> before we move on to episode six, I do want episode five has a great scene in it, a uh, single shot moment where they're like in the back of a cab, car, yes, a cab, yes, and and they're they're driving and the camera is going back and forth between this. I love uh, that blind yes. dude that works for Gao, who's mm-hmm. like this old Chinese lady that yes. uh, handles heroin. Yes, and like the two Russians in the front, and it like goes back and forth, and then they get out, and this dude's like singing some Chinese song. And the camera just starts doing a 360 mm-hmm. around the, like you can see out through the windows. And then at one point you just see kind of daredevil off to the side and then it just keeps going and then yeah. it goes back and he's not there. And then it goes, keeps going back around and then like out the back window, he starts fighting the Russians or whatever. And then like the guy gets shot. Yes. Yeah, I I love I love that scene. Yeah, I love that you can see like Daredevil shows up and then he goes away, 
and then you see like the fight happening outside. We're still in the cab, and yeah, it was it was awesome. Yes, I yeah. agree with you. Moving on to episode six. <laughs> episode six. This, this is like a crazy episode. <laughs> yeah, like all Hell's Kitchen has broken loose. Exactly. The Hell's Kitchen's on fire <laughs> of all these explosions. Um, um, yeah. Uh, Matt gets away from the cops. He like beats the crap out of them because we find out that the cops are working Vladimir. for they're working for Fisk. Uh, we find out like ninety nine yeah. percent of the cops are working for Fisk, and so, um, and so he he ends up yeah he ends up dispatching the cops, uh, and then he and Vladimir uh, escape uh, to this like abandoned warehouse. And Vlad's and then, bleeding out. Yeah, he's bleeding out. And he's almost dying, and Matt is like like I need information. I need to know where where Fisk gets his money from, where he's getting funded. I need a name, but like Vladimir's being like a dick and not telling him. <laughs> Right. And he keeps, he dies like three times in this episode, and Matt keeps bringing him back keeps to life. Back. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was funny. And then he like calls, he calls Claire, and he's like, "I need you to help me." And she's like, "It's not like you see at the movies." And he's like, "I don't really go to the movies." Yeah, <laughs> like you forget he's blind. <laughs> uh, like, oh yeah, he's blind. <laughs> and. So he gets like a road flare and uh, <clears throat> cauterizes the guy's gunshot wound. wound. Yeah. Um, but then they're like fighting and they fall through like three floors and pass out for a little while. Yeah. Oh, and then um, we, should, we didn't mention they're surrounded by the cops. Oh, yeah. They're surrounded by cops. So they uh, can't leave the building. They can't leave the building. There's a helicopter. There's snipers. Uh, and then Dogs. the reporter dude, the reporter dude shows up. Yeah, Ben. Uh, yeah, Ben, and uh, he shows up, and then um, Karen and Foggy uh, take the old lady to the hospital because she got hurt in the explosion, and then Foggy also has an injury, uh, so he gets admitted, and then uh, they're trying to find Matt, because I don't know if it's been clear to, to the listeners that Foggy and Karen don't know that Matt is <laughs> Daredevil. Um, right. So they they're, they're always constantly worried about him whenever shit's going down. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, they're in the hospital. Uh, well, and that that's also kind of setting up that uh, Foggy doesn't seem to be that big of a fan of the Daredevil persona. It does set that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Because uh, there's this part. Well, we're jumping ahead a little bit. We'll wait to there. Yeah. But um but yeah, uh let's see what else. This is where also oh Fisk and uh Matt finally talk to each other through a walkie talkie. Mm-hmm. Uh Fisk is like, you know, hey, give give up on it, you know, stop trying to kill my guys and stop, you know, whatever and I'll let you leave the building alive and and Matt is like, No, fuck you, not in so many words, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> And then Fisk is like, all right. And so then he tells this like sniper dude to just start shooting random people on the street. And uh, he shoots tells, the cops. He shoots the cops. Yeah. And he, he then he reports to the news like, hey, this dude in the mask is shooting these cops on the street. <laughs> so now Matt is Matt's life is getting way more complicated now. Yeah, because he's getting framed for all he's this. He's getting framed for all this, yeah. And then they're trying to leave through the, him and uh, Vladimir are trying to leave through the sewer grate they found, and uh, which the Vladimir finally decides to help out. Uh, yeah. For one reason or another, he doesn't really say why he starts to help him. 
like you know he's just suddenly like tired of Fisk or something. Uh, but he decides to help out Matt and you know trying to get out of this building. He he needed a redemption before he died. True, true, true. So yeah, they escape through the sewer. Uh, he fights some co- uh, Matt fights some cops in the sewer. Uh, and then Vladimir decides to just kind of sacrifice himself to let uh, uh, Matt go ahead and leave the sewer. Uh, bef- not before telling him uh, he's being about Leland. funded about Leland. Yeah, he's being he's being funded by Leland. Uh, oh, was it this episode or the last one? I can't remember. I wanted to talk about the every time they have a meeting, like Fisk and all these other people who have like a meeting, the the one old guy in glasses, he like constantly cracks me up because <laughs> he's just like the most sarcastic like boss i've ever seen in my life he's constantly making jokes like the old white dude (laughs) yeah that guy (laughs) yeah him he's just constantly making all these wisecracks and jokes (laughs) yeah so that's who that who that's who matt's gonna be going after next oh okay well damn because i kind of like that guy Cause he like sees almost like speaking for the audience. He's talking like, like, like. Can you believe this stuff? Like, why is there blood on this car? Like, what is this guy doing? Like, oh, I suppose this guy's gonna be in. Interv- like, he's just so sarcastic. Yeah. Well, and at one point, he's like, you know, they they're all mad because Fisk killed the one Russian brother. And yeah, he's like gonna take them all out, <clears throat> and he didn't say anything about it before he did it. Mm-hmm. And so Fisk is like, hey, you know, rising tides raise all ships. You know, we're going to everyone's going to get an equal cut that is no longer going to the Russians, you know, deal. And they're all like deal. And then he's like Leland. And he's like, well, uh, it's three against one. What am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> and then he says something about I need to get my stun gun from storage or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I like this guy. I don't care. <laughs> um and then yeah, so then we get to the part where they're showing the news of uh of the sniper, you know, shooting everyone. They're blaming it on on the the mast, the mast, man the mask who's been going around and Karen is like, "That's the guy that saved me." Uh you know, the other time when the, you know, the guy in my apartment and this is when Foggy's like, "Yeah, the guy in the mask, man, he needs to just mind his own business or whatever he said." And it's like, oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, one thing I really like about uh, this is the kind of juxtaposition, the, the comparison of Wilson Fisk and Matt and their ideologies. And they both feel that they're out there to change and fix the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going about it two completely different ways. But they're also, like, even Claire is like, you know, you're just going to become what you're fighting against. Um, yeah. And so just kind of seeing the equal paths, like both of their dads died when they were kids. Both mm-hmm. of them were raised in Hill's Kitchen. Both of them have, you know, this power, you know, Matt obviously trained and and all that. And then Kingpin has uh, resources and protection and super strength. Well, not super strength, but, you know, he's strong. And so I just, I really like the kind of parallels between the two characters to kind of show, I don't, I don't know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha, yeah. Um, but uh, that's basically it for Six. It's just that Matt's just escaping the, the sewer while Vladimir um, 
sacrifices himself to Mac and escape, and that's basically where that ends. Yeah. Um, and those are our three episodes. Those are it, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to say right now, I'm now addicted to this show. Like, I, I, if I didn't have stuff to do after watching those episodes, I would have kept watching. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm now I'm digging this show. Like it, 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 it did warm. It did take me a little while to warm up to it, but I'm I'm totally in, one hundred percent. Yeah, and now when you rewatch No Way Home, eventually, uh, that whole um, living room scene yes. is gonna be a little <laughs> extra special. Yes, I mean I kind of knew who that was, and like you know I I remembered him as yeah I remembered, but you're right. I, yeah, you're right. Absolutely, it will, it will, it will be a little more special absolutely uh so well, i guess that's it for the episode uh that's anything it. else you want to add uh no just uh looking forward to green night or moon night i don't know why i said green night my green night green night well green <laughs> night totally too i haven't seen that movie. movie i haven't seen that movie so i am kind of looking forward to it but no i meant moon night i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so many confused people there's so many so many confused people listening right now like wait green knight's an mcu movie holy shit <laughs> they're gonna go watch it H- now H- thinking it's an mcu movie part of the mc the mcu multiverse is a24 yeah hereditary is just a <laughs> It's just a Fantastic Four prequel. <laughs> uh, oh shit! <laughs> oh, you reminded me. Uh, before I have some stuff to add, uh, okay. there are some multiverse of madness theories going around right now. Oh, okay. Um, Down for theories. So, uh, there are. You know how we're we've been talking about oh they're building up to like the Midnight Suns and the Young Avengers and like yes. all these other like little teams. Yes, yes, yes. Um so apparently there's a very, very strong rumor that Multiverse of Madness is gonna introduce the the Marvel version of the Illuminati, who oh. are uh like really powerful heroes who uh in the comics control kind of the uh the secrecy of superheroes like behind the scenes but because they're kind of out in the open in the mcu that won't work so the theory is that it's going to be the multiversal illuminati like they're gonna work together to kind of control the multiverse Mm. um and in the comics some of or the kind of primary illuminati members are dr strange Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, and like a few others, um, like big names that have already kind of shown up in other movies, uh, but not like MCU really. So there have been rumors in the past, like a couple months, that uh, uh, Patrick Stewart is returning for a cameo, oh. but also that uh, the newest rumor is they actually did it and they got John Krasinski for Mr. Fantastic. Oh, really? That's huh. it's just it's it's just rumor right now, but okay. uh you know, that's been like the biggest <clears throat> fan casting for years is that everyone wanted him <laughs> for Fantastic 4. Yeah. Um so we'll see how that goes, uh but I if true that's pretty exciting. 
so many cam you know they keep redoing reshoots to keep adding more and more cameos and things so unlike spider-man where it's like what spider-man movie characters are they pulling from <laughs> multiverse of madness is like they can literally pull anything from anywhere at any time exactly yes i'm very curious where that's all gonna go so anyway that's all i have okay. uh next episode on top of continuing our daredevil adventure we were originally going to do morbius until mm. it was unceremoniously pushed back to April. Yeah. So instead, we are actually going to do another Contenders episode, everybody's favorites. Yeah. Uh, so get your votes in on the previous episode's matches, which you can find on the Rabbit Hole Podcast Facebook page. Yep, I'll repost them. We will read those results and any comments uh, left on the show, on the next show. So until then, I'm Nick Job. I'm Jason Soto. And we will MCU later. Copyright twenty twenty two. Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbithole podcast dot com.